to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Check waifu waifu Polo I mean tell Is that you? What's up tell I mean polo <laughs> This is Episode 190 Of Mike Check Waifu waifu As always is brought to you by Lou Complex Make sure you go to LouComplex.com And check out The new releases They drop there uh, It's also brought to you by Don'tTalkShop.com And Patreon.com Slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu Make sure you head over Patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Get early access to the video version and why and find out why me and Toe wearing the exact same shirt on accident. Almost mm-hmm. almost the exact same shirt. <laughs> Looking like twins and shit. Uh and you get access to the after story, the bonus conversational podcast that just went live Saturday, goes live there every Saturday. And boy, when I tell you that is an incredible episode. Incredible episode. We talked about the Last of Us HBO series, the first two episodes. Only two episodes, so uh, maybe we'll bring that up in the in the future. More episodes, because now I have access to HBO Max. Shout out to Teliano for that. <laughs> and um, and procrastination. Funny enough, so check that out. It's uh, the title is the Last of Us Show in Procrastination with a couple of extra letters in there. I don't know why these letters are in there, but it's it's spelled funny. But maybe you should listen to it and check that out and find out why. Um, but uh, shout out to all Patreon producers: A. B. Aaron Brown, Dre to Go G, Johnny from Show Go Ha, Kid the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, and Show Go Ha. Explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi, Safir. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. Shout out to Show Go Ha. I was in. There. I came at the tail end of their space because um, I. I came in after I started streaming it. Shout out to my streams, by the way. I only streamed three total streams and I went from basically zero subs to 45 subs. So the comeback is real. I appreciate y'all for supporting me over on twitch.tv slash polobornfly. But I came in in their uh, in their spaces right after the end of my stream and heard Rob J spitting. What are you spitting about? What do you, let me tell you what he was spitting about, Tell. So we was talking about Blue Lock. I know he still likes Blue Lock. But he mm-hmm. still mentioned the biggest problem that we have with Blue Lock is those damn monologues, man. He was like, yeah. he was like, man, that boy Isaki, man, I hope he don't spend 25 minutes in his head the whole, the whole time. And that is a fucking fact, man. It's always, I will, I have to, I need to, I need to, let's change, let's move. I gotta go, I gotta pass, I gotta move. And it's no animations, nobody's moving, nobody's doing anything. It's just him talking with his eyes being the only thing that's animated. Until he passes the fucking ball twenty five minutes into the episode, but but what actually makes it bad, at least for me, um, because that could actually be okay if it was somewhat progressive. <laughs> the issue is, is that he says the same thing over 
each time and then they just take that same photo frame with with just his figure moving like polo said with the eyes and it's like the static figure moving with just the eyes animated saying the same thing he said 15 seconds ago and the last 20 episodes that he said the same thing in I need to adapt. I need to. I will. I have to. We need to. Let's do this. It's always it always starts off with a I need to or I have to or I will. I get it, man. I get, we get it. We get it. You can speed the shit up because to be fair, and I'm not even going to cap like the most last two recent episodes. I've actually been enjoying more so mm-hmm. than usual because they they felt still lacking in the progress, but more progressive than it has been in the past. Um, but again, we, we spent 17 minutes of this episode, just him talking in his head, which is fine, which could be fine, but we ain't going nowhere, but it is better. It is better. Um, I digress though. So how you feeling, brother? Uh, I'm feeling good. I just kind of uh, came in hot. No, no that's <laughs> cool. You, you need a uh, antagonist button there. But, uh, <laughs> A two second antagonist. It is like that sometimes. Sometimes you need it. That's a fact. But, uh, I'm I'm good, bro. Um, Monique went to the grocery store and came back home. I go outside to load, like take all the groceries out the car, and next thing you know, we got a dog. You have a dog? Wait a minute, yeah, for real, bro. And she's she laying in my lap right now. Let me but see. Dog. Let me. Oh, was she sleeping? Yeah. Is it a little dog? It's a little dog. Little, oh, little dog. No, that's a f- Oh, it could get bigger though. No. Or no, never. that's unfortunate. It, I'm not a little dog person either. Yeah, I know you're not. But um, she is super cute though. Yeah, she's adorable. But um little dog suck. Though, hang on cap. She she has been uh, stuck to Monique and I like glue. Mm. And uh, this is where she feels like sleeping right now. So you got to check out the Patreon and get early access to the video version so you can see this adorable ass puppy. Yeah, she her name is Valentine. She's a uh, she looks too young to be without her mama. No, she's old enough. Oh, she went to the store and picked her up or something? No. Uh so <laughs> the lady across the street has been breeding dogs and we had no idea, but apparently this dog was born 2 months ago. Tomorrow she'll be born 2 months. That's ago. not old enough. So well, is it, it well is I guess five weeks you, you five weeks you got to get all the shots and stuff. Yeah, so she eats regular food now. She and you know, yeah, but she's good now. And we just got to get her collar and stuff. So yeah, now we have a dog, and the kids already love her. Mm, that's good. That's good. The only only thing is we got to keep keep her from the baby and the baby away from her. Right, 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 right. Because you don't want the baby to hurt her. That's what exactly. <laughs> the dog. I'm not worried about hurting the baby. The baby but, is, is she don't know her baby strength yet. She exactly. She, she already swung and, and I was like, oh, she yeah. almost knocked that dog head off. She might break that dog's arm on accident thinking this is a toy. Um, but yeah. That's adorable. Um, I love it. It is it is kind of adorable, but I, I wanted a bigger dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, see, it is what it is. See, this is the thing. Okay. So, okay. Small dogs aren't bad. They're just cats you have to take outside. That's the that sucks, and that kind of sucks in my opinion. Like at least big dogs, you can you can play with them like more, you know, aggressively. Uh, yeah, aggressively, you can have more fun with them. They can become guard dogs. They can they can train because small dogs don't fucking train well at all. They just don't. Mm-hmm. They're the most stubborn things ever. You can train a bigger dog. It's 
it's so much more you could do with a bigger dog. But with a small dog, it's a cat that you just have to take outside at that point. Yeah. She and already potty trained. Good, good. Good. And a yap. I can't stand when a yap. Oh yeah. Hopefully she don't do no barking. I know. Good luck, bro. Bark yet. Um well, and all the dogs I've had weren't barkers. I know. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is so well, at least sprinters I knew. Yeah. Oh, and the other one. What was the other one name again? I forget. Tank. We yeah. have yep. we have Prince. Yep, Prince. There it is. He was a small dog. A dog named Gizmo. No, Gizmo was a small dog, right? Gizmo was small, Prince was small. But Tank and, and, and Princess were big. Yeah. I love Princess. We loved each other. She was the yeah. best. She was the goat. Anyway. She definitely was. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> well, congratulations, brother. How, how a, have you been, brother? I've been pretty good, man. I've been pretty good. Like I said, the, the stream has been fantastic. So shout out to y'all for coming back after my little hiatus, my mental break. Um, you know, we was coming back anyway. For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, Monday night at midnight or eleven, actually. Uh, CST. I'm streaming. I'm streaming. Streaming Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. The launch. So we gonna pop off on that. Already got my house and my wine and stuff. I already did it on the Wizarding World. Me and Legal said we're going to make it so where whatever we get when we take our test, we got to keep. So no changing it. So I'm Let's Gryffindor go. with a, I think, beach wand or something like that. Did you want to be Gryffindor? Not really. But, you know. We don't seem like a Gryffindor kind of person. No, it was just strange. But I got it. So I'm, I'm with it. My uh, 14-inch wand. No, it's a 12-inch. It's a 12-inch. But, you know, it ain't about the size. It's about how you use it. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right though. I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, let's get into, let's get into, let's get into the anime. Uh, tell what was your episode of the week, brother? Uh, my episode of the week was Venom Saga. Um, yeah, I, oh, I actually really I, missed, I, I just drank some water and it spilled because he said Venom Saga. Yeah, Venom Saga. Uh, I enjoyed this episode. Just uh, I guess I like some trauma in my anime. I guess um, it was still pretty lame to me. I, I said on Twitter, I'm like, man, y'all got to stop talking about these shows. Like, it popped off. Venice Saga did not pop off. It had a small moment that was still very just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. We're gonna talk about that in the spoiler half of the of the show more so. I just I need I need Thorfinn back, man. That's that's all I need. I need Thorfinn back, and yeah. it looks like he's he's he's, he's coming back at least. So I'm expecting by the time y'all hearing this, the, ep- the newest episode will be out. So I'm expecting him to be popping off, or at least be some some sense of regular. Um, so I could be you know misspeaking now while the episode, the latest episode, isn't out yet. Remember, we record on Sunday. This goes live on Tuesday. The episode goes up. The uh, Venus like episode goes up on Monday. So we're a little behind, but um, hopefully, hopefully, it's back. Thorfinn's back and I'm and I'm able to enjoy it like I did season one. Yeah, active again. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be fire. That's gonna be fire. I know he is. I know he's gonna get active. He has to, right? It's yeah. uh he's Thorfinn. He's he's the goat, one of the goats anyway. <laughs> okay, my episode of the week. It's kinda hard to not stick with the same thing I've been sticking with mm-hmm. literally the entire time because that episode was brilliant. But I'm gonna try to avoid that. Don't do that. Don't do that? No, don't do that. Give us your episode of the week. The angel next door spoils me riding. All right, that's what I was expecting. This anime has been perfect. Um, so far, it's honestly, 
I'm feeling like it's a 10 out of 10 so far. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, it's so steady with its progress, but the progress is massive. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. It probably doesn't seem like it makes sense because how are you steady? But no, massive steady progress is like, I guess is a thing. So it's, it's definitely progressed in a way that I absolutely love and meeting his father makes makes our main character makes even more sense um we're gonna talk about that in the spoiler half so let me let me chill i'm getting too excited but yeah <laughs> angel next door spoiling rotten definitely uh episode of the week this week uh and then yeah i guess it'll be time for uh we, we gotta bring yeah we gotta bring back the spotlight since this time we're not going to be able to talk more in depth about uh anime since we have a topic of the show today which I can't wait to discuss later, but um, tell what do you what do you bring to the spotlight? All right, so uh, spotlight for me, and I feel like I've talked about this several times already, probably the last three episodes already. But the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess, bro. Um, yeah, bro, just another another really good solid episode. Um, <laughs> you nah, showed you. Hey, it is what it is, man. Because um, <laughs> like. I'm going in. I didn't even know what the. Uh, I guess I didn't know what the genre or what what the subgroups were supposed to be. I just went in thinking Isekai anime. I'm watching it, and I I really enjoy it. And um, this episode pushed the characters' understanding and kind of like relationship further. Yeah. And then we got a, a really good battle. I don't know if you watched. Have no, you watched hell it? No. Oh, of course oh. not. I'm not a shoujin right. guy. And it pushed this this uh, battle um, even further. Our main character, she, uh, and I mean, I guess it's kind of spoiler, but not too heavy on the spoilers. Our main character is trying to be able to use magic because in this world, she was reincarnated and she can't use magic. She's finding a way to use magic. Um, she ends up fighting a dragon and gets cursed um, fighting the dragon. Really good episode, but everything that transpires in between is what really, like, I would say gelled everything together with this episode because the fighting to me great um but it's more about like everything that happens in between there to see our characters build up and what we got there we, I see. we drop a slight spoilers on this or no 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 we're just going to right. general uh, surface but level detail this this anime is all about um the the relationship development and what's was really cool about the way these develop is it, it puts our like side main character in this position where she has has no choice but to break outside of her shell, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, oh stop, yeah. You stop trying to be a queen and just be whoever you want to be. She she was told that she was gonna be raised to be a queen. She told she was told that she's gonna live this life. She with this girl, she can't be queen. So you have to figure out what do you actually want to be instead of exactly what your parents told you you want to be. And uh it's been really good. I think it has great message and everything for it. So, uh, once again, like the th- third week in a row, watch uh, the Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Lady. Great anime. Um, for me, I'm going to now again. This is not fair to do this, but I'm gonna do it anyway because this is not a. This is not the best show. It's not going to be the highest of quality. It's not going to be the highest of budget anime. I definitely don't think everybody will like it if they watch it, but I'm going to spotlight it because it's it's something that um, I think deserve it. 
Again, it's coming from a brand new studio. Studio has zero experience. This is their first animation. And it's Kyle Hearts. The studio is Kyle Hearts with um the Ice Blade Sorcerer Sharu of the World. This is um while this show is again very low budget, and it's your typical high school battle anime, it's something about it that's endearing. Um maybe because it's a main character who's uh, Ray White, who's the main character, who's very mature, very, very mature. And it's like, um, again, what you talked about with uh, Lisa or the wonder of anime, when she, when she was mentioning how uh, some of those tropes that kind of get annoying after a while, after you've seen so much of it in different anime. And in high school battle anime, we got the trope of the main character who's very bad with girls or he, who's really liked by these girls who kind of messes up a lot by like accidentally touching a breast or something like that or some, some kind of weird awkward fan service that makes the interaction with the characters weird for comedic purposes this show is not like that at all this show is about the the growth of our main character in a different kind of way because he's already he's basically a, a kid in a 45 year old man body essentially not literally obviously but essentially and his maturity is something that he's wrestling with and I love it. It's so uh, it's a show that's very endearing. Again, the budget is not there. The animation's not great, but it's still a good show. I think that should uh, that warrants some spotlight because I think Cloud Hearts deserve it as their first piece of work. They're not doing a bad job, and yeah. I just wanted to give them their flowers, I guess, and an appreciation for uh, them trying. So, so this most recent episode actually must have been a uh, pretty good for you. Huh? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. See him do his thing, and then uh, absolutely his backstory a little bit more of his backstory because we knew loved his bit, backstory. Yeah, his backstory is fire. His backstory is fire. And again, the characters are not only is he great, but the characters around him, his supporting cast is also really good too. So, which is very important in the battle high school anime, you know? Right. Um, because um, it can get very childish, like you said, very fast. Very fast very immature this is a whole different spin on it like i said i'm gonna give them their flowers they deserve it so before we get into the topic though i gotta ask you a question that i'm just i just kind of thought about um right now um so last week that's what i was looking at my phone for i knew i was looking at my phone for something because i was listening to you what happened was i was listening to you i'm like oh let me go to my phone and, and check this first and i was listening to you and i and i threw myself off because i was hearing what you were saying but we created last week we created the uh the quintessential, the 11 anime that you should be watching this season. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to ask you this. Taking a yes, look sir. back at the list, I have it put up here. Is there anything in your list you want to move, get rid of, replace, adjust? Or is it set in stone? Those are your five that you feel like people should be watching. And for a reminder, Tales 5 was The Magical Revolution, Sugar Apple Fairy, Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, Tomotan is a girl. Reborn to my master's blade, uh, reborn to master the blade and buddy daddies. Mine's was chilling in my thirties, um, farming in another world, campfire cooking, trigun was an honorable mention, so that's in there. Ice guy, uh, and his and his colleague, an angel next door spoiled me rotten. If I change anything, it would be to put. Uh, the Magic Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess in there. That would be it. And move out, uh, what's that called? The Reborn and Master of the Blade. I definitely would say that. that. That's what I would switch out. 
Um, because Reborn the Master of the Blade isn't bad, mm-hmm. but it's way more comedic than uh, Magical Re- um, Revolution. So it's way more comedic. So I liked a little bit more serious tone of uh, the Magical Revolution. So I probably would switch those two out. Other than that, like, uh, barring, like I said, the, the obvious must watches, like I said, like Near, Trigun, um, stuff that I feel like, like you have to watch because you shouldn't be missing that in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't switch it out. but the point of us making a list was to give people a set amount to watch you know yeah. not 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 to just say okay you, you're watching this anyway but you should also add this we want people to be not overwhelmed by the amount of animated it is this season you know what I'm saying so when we did our poll they said they can do between 5 and 10 we end up getting 11 because I refuse to let Trigun not be in his list because I do think that's when it deserves to be um, but I, I do think like these are the ones we feel you have to watch. Even if you like, like not count. The only thing I say we don't count for that is My Hero or Blue Lock or shit that was running last season, right? So those, those obviously don't count. But having the, the quintessential 11 or 10 that we have, I think is really good. I still yeah. think it could have been better though. Like missing um, the reincarnated as a world's strongest exorcist in another world still bothers me that that's not in there. And then looking yep. at my list, there's nothing I really want to replace with that because I feel like my list is actually really, really good. It has something for almost everybody. Yeah. Except for it doesn't have any any hardcore battle shows, I guess. Yeah. That's the one thing uh, I, I will say our list is missing. It's not a ton of hardcore battle stuff this season, I don't think, anyway. I think everything Valid. is a uh, battle and story slash world building. So there's going to be way more uh, contextual you look at instead of just fighting. That's true. So if I'm looking at my list, like realistically. Oh, yeah. Well, we're born to master the blade because Master revolution is already on my list. So if I'm taking out reborn to master the blade, I would add the reborn, uh, the strongest exorcist one. But uh, that would be the only thing, like I said, worth switching out for me because yeah. everything else I feel like has not moved or shifted at all. But uh, the strongest yeah. exorcist one, I mean, it's it to me, it's like right there. I would say it's probably better than Reborn to Master Blade, but just barely. I think it's getting better. It's, it's doing yeah. nothing but getting better. Um, I avoided any season twos because if you haven't seen season one, there's no point in me even telling you to hey, go to season two and watch this. Like um, the uh, the By the Grace of Guys too, really mm-hmm. good show, but I couldn't I couldn't dare put that in there. I will say though, I'm still sad that we couldn't add Kubo. Won't let me be invisible because that one is fantastic. Yeah, that, that latest episode was pretty fun. Um, yeah, that show was really good. Poor, uh, poor main character though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, still very funny though. From to see everything he goes through for that, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, bro, because yeah. I think uh, I do think they're both very solid. That's why I think we picked very uh, contrary things. Like none mm-hmm. of our stuff is similar. Yeah, yeah. Except for Nia and Trigon, we had to put that in there. Though we had to. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Trigon is a must. I, Near would be a must. Yeah, if it wasn't delayed. Yeah, like, I don't think that shit's come back to like March. So, which sucks. Oh, but I am still so very surprised you don't have Spy Classroom on yours. Nah, I wouldn't. Because it's okay. 
It doesn't. It's not a must watch though. Mm. It's definitely okay though. Um, it's slowing down for me though. All right, now it, it'll pick back up though. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Now it's time for us to. And again, sorry if y'all hear my voice cracking or like or anything like that. Those three days of streaming really put a number on me. But <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to hydrate as much as possible throughout this show. So yes, sir. Bear with me, but. Tell, I'm going to throw it to you, brother, because you got the topic of the show today. Um, very right. interesting topic. I can't wait to talk about this one. So uh, basically following on the heels of the uh, the announcement of a live One Piece adaptation on which Netflix. Even, sorry, before you say that, which is even before that, though, because you, yeah. you brought it up through, through a fucking brilliant way when you talked about the Cowboy Bebop article that you saw on IGN. Yeah, so basically the... Uh, what it is is essentially Cowboy Bebop creator said that uh the live action Cowboy Bebop is not Cowboy Bebop in his eyes because it oh, did not feel like his vibe. Right. It did not feel. He said he all he saw was the opening action into the casino, and he had to stop there because as soon as he saw, it, he said this is not Cowboy Bebop, and he doesn't feel like it can be Cowboy Bebop unless he was involved in it, mm-hmm. and. As an artist, I can entirely understand that. So, like, more or less, my question is, how do we make a redeemable or, like, an of high-quality standard live-action adaptation? Like, what does it actually take to to make that happen, make it worthwhile? And, I mean, I'm thinking, like, maybe two things from each of us to kind of really say, let's sit down and look at this and say, boom, this is what you need to make this adaptation actually worth watching okay okay um yeah so the uh the one answer i would give to that um is to not do it because anime is that adaptation anime is the reason why anime exists it's anime for reason we don't need a live action period point blank full stop but to entertain the topic because i like the topic idea original creator okay Obviously, the original creator must be involved in in some kind of capacity. Let them direct a couple of episodes. Let them set the direction of how it's going to function as far as pacing goes, knowing that you have a very limited amount of episodes with a very limited amount of budget, i.e. with this one piece. The one piece is probably going to be bad. Not going to hold you. Even though they say, (laughs) even though, even though they say Oda is involved in some way, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it to be good. I don't think it can be good. Um, but I think you got to find. Um, okay, what did I say? Well, the first one what was the first one. The, the creator has to be involved. Yeah. Okay. And do you want to go with your first one, or you want me? I, I can go to my second one real quick if you want. Yeah, let's let's hit your second one. Okay, and my second one will have to be. It will have to be. Has to, has to, has to, has to, has to, has to, have to, have. Okay, so if you have the creator involved, maybe he is writing the script or the story plots or the pacing of how everything's going to go. You have yeah. to have a fan of the series that has directed something live action or TV show in real life or, you know, some, a, a, a real live show, but they have to be a fan of the series that they're adapting. You know what I mean? Like for perfect example, uh, this goes back to our Patreon episode. How you had uh, Greg Mizan, who is a f- who is a fan of Neil Druckmann's work. Now he's not a gamer; he's not an avid gamer, but 
he's played or seen The Last of Us enough to know what exactly that entails and how to adapt that. And he's a great director, a great showrunner because he did uh, Chernobyl, the HBO series as well. And he's fucking, that show was phenomenal. So yeah. like having, having somebody with talent that's also a fan is very important um, as far as like showrunner goes. Because I feel like if you don't, you'll end up with just Cowboy Bebop again, which is somebody right. just trying to take it. And they're trying to like, spin it in a way I'm like I'm gonna make this my own because I know that anime is different than live action so I'm gonna try to put my spin on it and your spin isn't gonna work for what the anime has already perfected right um so like my my uh to dive a little bit deeper into like one of yours like you said you want the original creator involved right mm-hmm. uh and I mean like in terms of involvement how involved does the original creator need to be to actually make it feel like a life, like is this is the real thing? Yeah, like, Cause like, like you talk about like Dragon Ball uh, GT, right? That wasn't the original creator's work. People sure. loved it. People also absolutely hated it, right? Um, so how, yeah, how involved do you have to be with the creator for it to actually be considered a decent work of art? Uh, well, the creator created it. So if the creator is involved, I'm sure you run it by the creator before you make it public or live or whatever. And like, if, should the creator be writing the script? Yes. Yes. Because the creator know how, knows, well, maybe, okay. No. You give, okay, all right, let me, let me, re, let me rephrase that. You give creator, the creator a script from a showrunner. The showrunner takes what he knows from the show. That's why I said the showrunner has to be a fan of the series in order to adapt the anime, mm-hmm. the adapt the, uh, the show. So with that being said, you you take the showrunner takes your script to the creator. The creator says, "Okay, um, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes." The showrunner tells him, "Okay, well, this is the a lot of time we have. This is the amount of episodes we have. This is the amount of progression. I think we would need as a fan of the of of your work. I think we would need to get to how can we get there, you know, from from this." And then he kind of puts his, I guess, to to TLDR it. Um, uh, harmonious synergy mm-hmm. with the 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 showrunner and the creator, I guess, would be a better way of putting it, right? Like they have to have complete synchronization with everything they're doing, or else it just won't work. It won't work. Period. So, um, I entirely agree with that, right? Because uh, if the creator is involved, he knows the personality of the characters to write down. Yes. And now, part of part of what I wanted to what I, what I was going to say was that you need to ca- actually capture the personality of these characters, right? Mm, and not just say like, hey, I'm Goku. I want to fight. No, we don't want that in our live well, action. Well, that's kind of Goku, but... Yeah, <laughs> but but we want like an actual, Goku we want our characters to actually feel like um, that character. Like Light Yagami from Death Note, the live action one, did not feel like Light. Even though, I mean, he wasn't technically Light Yagami, but he didn't feel like Light. He didn't feel yeah. like the character we had already known to love and hate and everything like that, right? Right. So you really have to capture that personality because if you can't, if you can't do that adequately, then what's the point? Um, right? Like, what's oh, the entire facts. point? That character don't feel right, and literally, that's what a lot of people are tied to is the personality of that character, especially when you adaptation or at adapting shows like One Piece. People love Luffy because they love his just like I don't care personality, but also right. gonna throw him personality. They love him for that. You, they also gonna love other characters for their more developed personality. So it depends, right? 
Um, So, yeah, that's one of the things that I was going to put. But also, like, uh, one of the things you talked about was budget. And while budget shouldn't be the biggest thing, you can't adapt an anime that's been running for like let's say a thousand episodes <laughs> or mm-hmm. let's say even even 24 episodes try to crunch it into eight episodes and say we're going to use this this budget for this right right like i feel like they have to adapt or not adapt but allocate that budget properly what's the most important part for this show because yes we need the music and the ambiance but you might be able to cut back on some music and make sure that everything surrounding those characters, the backgrounds that are amplifying what those characters are saying or feeling are just there. Mm-hmm. So I think that the allocation of the budget could help in terms of actually laying the groundwork to make us care and at least visually pleased with what we're seeing if it's going to be live action and not anime. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, this is kind of, I mean, what you said is perfect because capturing the essence of the character is what made uh, Cowboy Bebop failed because they failed to do that. I will say they got Jet somewhat okay. Mm-hmm. Jet was pretty cool. Um, Jet seemed like he was more involved with being true to what the show was. Uh, Spike and um, and Faye, not so much. Not so yeah. much. Uh, Spike was okay, but it's just he was too. I don't know. It just didn't feel as, I guess. As confident, yeah, like Steve Bloom. We didn't have yeah. that Steve Bloom aura to him. You know what yeah, I mean? Mike is very confident, and he yes. did not have that same aura or level of confidence nope. in playing Spike. Um, it was very weird. It was very, very weird. And I just, if you got to get Luffy right. Um, what do you think about? I mean, the casting. I think it's also should have been one. One of us should have mentioned, I guess, too. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you look at the, the the Super Mario live adaptation. Boy, I don't. I actually think that that cast is gonna work. <laughs> I agree, <laughs> but that's wild because it seems like they always cast, and I I don't think it's necessary to cast like famous actors, like people who are very well known. Mm-hmm. But you have to cast something in a sense of like these people match or have the range to match these characters. Cause I think that's one of the things that people are forgetting yes. about is that anime characters are fictional characters and you actually have to have a, and I mean, a lot of the shows that you're watching, like spies and stuff, they're fictional characters, but right. they're based in real life. That's true. Cowboy Bebop is not based in real life. No matter how real the tone is, it's not based in real life. And one piece is not based in real life. So when you, when you, get characters who are acting out these roles they have to be actually have that range to give us that i'm larger than real life but you know even if it's grounded i'm also still grounded in real life like that's an actual tone you have to hit no that's a fact (laughs) that's a big fact uh you know what i'm worried about happening what's that i'm worried about the uh the live action getting a costume costumified I know that's not a word. I just made it up. But you know exactly what I mean when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> when they when they look kind of ridiculous with these crazy looking wigs to try to be mm-hmm. as accurate as it possibly can. You know how Japanese live action like straight to DVD yeah. stuff come like come out in Japan. Like they got yeah. they got straight to DVD Naruto versions of stuff and 
uh, weird Dragon Ball Z shit in, in Japan that are like that's live action that nobody over here really knows about, but it's there. And they got like plays and shit where they do those full yeah. costume sets and wigs and like the spiky hairs and and the shit that looks spray painted on. I'm praying that it doesn't look like that um, because that will be concerning. Like I seen the little, I seen a little screenshot poster that they had. Uh, it didn't look too bad though. So, would you rather have more CGI or costumeify? Uh, <laughs> which is a new <laughs> word. Um, no CGI. You don't need CGI for the looks. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's what I'm thinking about when I think is of CGI. Because I'm looking, I'm looking on Twitter right now. I'm looking at this poster. I don't know if this, this is not real. Okay. It's the one with his fist up in the air? No, no. Uh, it's the other one I saw. Um, It doesn't look good. Uh, But it's a fan-made thing, so that's probably why. Yeah. yeah. The one with his fist up in the air looks really good. Like, it, it captures the essence of what One Piece is, but I don't know. I don't know what you think about the poster. The Photoshop job is horrible. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, where is that light actually hitting the front of the ship coming from? <laughs> because the light is on the back. The ship, you shouldn't even be able to see nothing on the going Mary. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about the picture where there is all five of them, and Luffy got both his hands up. I don't think that's real. Okay, yeah, I that's, hope not. that's fake. That's a yeah. That's another artist. That's another uh, fan made thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, one, the only the only real poster we have is the one with his fist up and the hat on. Oh, okay, okay. Setting sail in 2023. All right, yeah, Photoshop job ain't there. Right there ain't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to go in, bro. <laughs> no, you. I saw I was about to turn on antagonist in a minute. I'm like, where is the lightning source coming from? But yeah. It, it, I'll tell you what, though. It's getting me excited. I want to I mean, I, watch it. I almost feel the same that you feel about how the last of us. Um, and you know, you can go to Patreon to, to hear what Polo's thoughts on that were, but I almost feel exactly like that. Yeah. Like, okay. Do we need it? Mm-mm. Nope. That, that's exactly what I said. I just started this. Like to be fair to my thoughts on live action period is no, it's already been done, right? It's, it's already been done. That's the reason why anime exists is because the stories that these artists want to tell can be done in live, right? Because you got powers, you got um, situations like I mean, you could do slice of life perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Like you, you pick up the the angel next door spoils me rotten. You could do that. Right. It probably won't be as cool as what it is now. Maybe I don't know, um, but it's like. You don't really need to do this because it's already it already exists in a form that's perfect for the medium that is set in. You know what I mean? So did, I, I don't know. Did you see they announced uh twenty twenty five summertime rendering? Live action? Oh god. <laughs> that's that's cap. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> Yo, shout cap. out to shout out to everybody that's finally picking it up, man. I, I, did it finally come out somewhere or something? It's on Disney Plus, I think now. Oh, about time, about time. I think it might be on Hulu, but like it's you know it's still yeah. If you got uh, if you got Disney Plus, you got Hulu or whatever. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I'm I'm on Twitter and I'm like all I see is a bunch of people talking about watching sometime rendering, watching sometime rendering. I'm like oh now y'all about to see 
Because it's well, good. Well, we as were fuck. fucking singing its praises for 25 weeks or whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was 25 weeks <laughs> straight. Right. Um, I don't action of that but it's so good <laughs> no it's so good they better not do a live action just leave it as it is anybody of all ages can watch summertime rendering and i guarantee you'll be entertained um not all ages if you're too young it might be too much that's fucking, true that's too true much to too much blood and violence and a lot of a lot of dialogue yeah a lot of easily missable stuff too that's for damn sure um but i'm so glad that it's finally getting its flowers too all right, tell closing thoughts on live action. Uh, I, I almost feel like I, I like yours. Don't do it. But <laughs> realistically, there's some you can do. Like you can do EPO or something like that. Yes. Right. Like yes. You can do stuff like that. You can even do Kirk on no basket. Mm-hmm. You can probably do high Q. That would be a little tougher, but yeah. But let's stay away from the stuff that's a little bit too fantastical. Yep. Um, because and obviously we have fantastical like actual TV like shows and stuff, but it seems like when it comes to the anime version of this fantastic stuff, and it might just be American live adaptation. It's not because I've seen the Japanese live ad- adaptations too. Absolutely, they, they not, they're not good. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like just chill on that for a little bit. Give us a little time. Let us uh let let the technology get there <laughs> before yeah. y'all start trying to do that to everything. Yeah, what's funny is that Netflix chose a very weird time to do this. Um, yeah, they said it's set in sale in 2023, so it's coming out sometime this year. But all amongst the time of them talking about stopping the password sharing, which is going to lose, like what they say, a hundred million of their customer base. So, like, bro, you about to you about to tank? So you about to put all this budget into a show that should be um, that's the word I'm looking for, animated with the utmost respect as far as like CGI goes and you're going to need a lot of it with all those moves and shit that happens in this show from Luffy's to anybody else who has a gum gum fruit. Like it's going to be a pain in the ass and very expensive or it's going to be $60 million in total and look like shit. So like, (laughs) you know, one of the two, one of the two, I don't know why I said 60 million. That's a video game numbers, but you know what I mean? A A lower budget, but I don't say sixty million. That's definitely video yeah, game. That's definitely video game numbers. I got video game on video games on the brain because I was listening to a podcast before we started this podcast. But what's yeah, one? Uh, Sacred Symbols, the PlayStation podcast. Anyway, <laughs> very good podcast. Uh, yeah, I just like. I don't know, man. It makes me want to go back and finish my One Piece watch. I got to five hundred and something. Um, but remember when I flipped the coin, I picked up Boruto again, so I got to pick up. More of that shit. How, how far are you on Boruto? Oh, uh, good question. Do I even want to answer it? Uh, I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it anyway. Episode uh, one, two, two, 202? No, I wish it was that little. 253 is where I stopped. Okay, see? There you go. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I shouldn't be spending too much time with this, but I have in the hopes of it, of it getting better. Um, But yeah, I'm going to continue... I make a team Boruto for whatever stupid reason. It's not good. Um, it's not good. All right, tell. So let's roll the random number generator to find out what year recommendation we're going to give this year. I just rolled it, but I have a question. Are you we going an to answer? Twenty two. I'm sorry. Are we going to the year twenty twenty two? Oh shit! Good question. 
Yes, because I think I did that last week. Okay, because I got 2022. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. Recommendation roulette landed on 2022. It's actually really cool. He said, I got a question. Oh, yeah, that's I'm funny. Have to make sure. That's valid. That's a valid point. All right. So for 2022, a lot of choices. Very recent, obviously. And for recommendation roulette. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Something that's not that popular. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first. Of course. I'm browsing the list as we speak. Right. You know what? I got it. Because it All wasn't right. that it wasn't that popular, and it's it's gonna sound funny because we tried to make it as popular as we possibly could, but it wasn't that popular. And I'm gonna go with Parallel World Pharmacy. Yep. It wasn't it wasn't that talked about. It wasn't that widely known. But I do think it again deserves its flowers. Check out Parallel World Pharmacy, a great Isekai anime with great characters and very intense uh situations. And if you like medicine or doctor or Grey's Anatomy, no, it's not Grey's Anatomy like, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Check that out. And uh my tail. All right. So I got um I'm gonna go with Black Summoner. Ooh, that was good too. <laughs> I think that's another one that we was trying to put on. And yep. some people were watching it, but that's a good it, one. It, it just kind of got got looked over. But it, we love that main character and how he carried out his actions. It was good, man. Very, very much so. Very, very underrated isekai for sure. Seventy one on uh, Annie list. Parallel War Farmers got a seventy three. It's wild, man. The disrespect. <laughs> Actually, disgusting. For sure, definitely better than that. And that's not even just saying that from our particular tastes. These are actually really good shows with great stories, fantastic pacing, even better characters. Like through and through, great shows. All right, we're about to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're spoiling episode eighteen of My Hero Academia. Episode what of uh, Angel Next Door? Episode five of Angel Next Door, and episode four of Villain Saga. So we'll be right back after these. Five times. 
and welcome black to episode 190 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on everything else, including our YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash at Mike Check Waifu Waifu to see the video version. See, uh, they come out a week later. They come out on, I think I'm going to start doing Fridays for those, Saturdays for the after story, and then Sundays we record. So that's how I'm going to release the videos. Um, Make sure you check that out. Check us out there, the video versions. Again, where you can see Tell's, see Tell's cute little puppy. Puppy. And um, the fact that we're matching t-shirts, which is weird. Uh, now, spoiler talk. This is full spoilers for episode 18 of My Hero Academia. Um, this is now my new favorite episode of the entire series. <laughs> or season. Oh, man. Here we go. Didn't have any action in it. Didn't have any, like, Come on, crazy man. secrets, any crazy anything. But it was just so well-directed, so well-paced, such great storytelling, and the way they told it. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And what it did, and what it did that's making it, that made it much more important or much more impactful, it was the word yeah. I meant, actually, was the fact that it makes me look forward to the next episode so much. Not in a blue ball kind of, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, what they call it? Uh, uh, what do we call it? Why can't I? Cliffhangers. Cliffhanger, yeah. Not in a blue ball cliffhanger way, but in a way that's like, yo, get excited for next episode. I'm really excited for next episode. I'm really looking forward to next episode more than anything because of... Oh. The the pure storytelling that we got, the pure again, this pacing and direction was so beautiful, unbelievably, unbelievably done. Even though there was no action, there was enough for me to be like, oh yeah, now we're getting some repercussions and progression. And even though we have been getting at the last episodes, it just didn't feel as good as this. You know what I mean? So that's what I was trying to see. So what what about this uh, felt better? Was it the the conversation with the previous predecessors that kind of like was it the fact that this has been built up since season two, basically, or more or less like almost season one? It's hard to say that because no, I wasn't even thinking about the fact of the of the build up. Again, the I guess the conversation wasn't really the main thing. I guess it was. It was. But it's not why I'm so, why I was so, yeah, captivated. It was just the way it was done, man. It was, we kind of like went right into it. It was just a fucking flow that was unbelievably tasteful and good. And then even, yes, okay, yeah, the conversation was fantastic. It was, it really was between all of them. <clears throat> Especially when she, when uh, Sugar Rocky's grandmother, uh, I, I don't know her name. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know her name. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, her was talking to Deku and telling him like are you ready to kill him because we felt the fact that you felt like you wanted to save him and she kind of went into that and when he started explaining it it was just it was so it was so nice the only thing that missed in that particular scene it was the perfect fucking opportunity to just put in like the the slow version of you say run that we've heard hundreds of times before but like the slowest version of you say run at that point during his speech would have been so fucking amazing, man. I don't know why what's up with my hero now and not using that song for the last three seasons. 
Well, they use it. Huh? It's probably a problem somewhere. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened because it seems to be after that overhaul fight, they use it less and less and less. Um, they used it like after the overhaul fight, they used it with the all might and Deku conversation. And then it was kind of like very sparsely put in, but it, that would have been a perfect opportunity to lay it in while he was talking and then just have the, it would have been amazing. It would have been so perfect. They did have some music playing, but it wasn't as good. It wasn't as impactful as what it would have been. If it was, you say run, you don't even have to go to the drop of you say run. You know how they, they always do the beginning part of you say run. So, cleanly and again the slowest version of that which we've heard hundreds of times before if you hear it now you would be like oh I know what he's talking about but if, if they did that it would have been just perfect but again it was just a great episode all in all um, again with the excitement that it gave me for next week that truly is what makes it so special because the fact that it gave me so much excitement for next week without blue balling me mm-hmm. I appreciate that so much it's possible Shonen to do that by yeah. the way it, and it's because it cut it off, right? It basically ended with that and said the, the beginning of the final saga. Mm-hmm. Right? So, more or less, it, it just, there was no room for that blue ball. It, and and it, wasn't just, it wasn't just that, too. It was the fact that they talked about how they, they, they went to the Endeavor Best Genius and, and Hawks press conference, too. And they yeah. used, uh, was that, I, so I, the Japanese voices, I get so confused. It sounded like, um, what's her name? The crazy chick. Vampire Toga. chick. Yeah, it sounded like Toga. But was it Uraka that was talking? I can't, I can't tell the, their voices apart when it comes to the uh, Japanese subs, which is why I used to like dub so much because I can actually yeah. separate the characters. But I, I couldn't tell which one was talking. I, th- I think it was Uraraka. Okay, okay. Because I know Uraraka was talking about the Deku part. It sounded like uh, Toga for the Endeavor part. Hard to tell. I digress. It don't matter. Actually, no, yeah, it doesn't matter, actually, because if either one of them did it, it would have worked perfectly fine. When they, when they were talking about that and kind of going over it with that uh, narration, it was brilliant. It was like, that's, that's the perfect way of doing it. Like just, exp- and everyone was explaining everything and you, you got the hawk speech come in and you got the best genius talking about it, what we're going to do. And, and, and endeavor like, yo, what is I going to do now though? What, am, what do you want me to do? You want me to mope? Basically, what are you saying? No, right. I can't. I just could I just have to atone. I just have to get better. This is what we're going to do. And then boom, straight to the you point. Time to dilly dally and bullshit. He got to get active, right? Yep. Yeah, it's my responsibility now. It's my responsibility to fix it. So it is what it is. And guess what? Hawks was like, look, I did what I did because if I didn't do what I did, you probably wouldn't be alive. <laughs> the rest of you motherfuckers probably wouldn't be alive if I if I kept uh twice alive. So with that being said, sorry, I you know, I did what I had to. If you can't forgive me, I understand. So what what bothered me about about this episode wasn't it, I feel like all of that you said is hundred percent on point. Um, and I understand that this would happen in the real world too, but the civilians talking yes. about some, it's your job, you know, to make sure that we're safe, blah, 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 all this stuff. That's true. Um, that's a hundred percent true, but you talking about, you talking about your, your heroes and not every hero is your, your 10 heroes. 
Not yeah, every what hero. You say? But you, like I'm saying, you you're talking about so like the the people who are uh, complaining that it's the hero's job to to keep them safe and everything like that. Okay, it's not. Every hero is not going to be a one to ten hero, and we're looking at some of the worst cases of uh, you know villain outbreaks in general. Right? This is technically the worst case scenario for villain yeah. outbreaks because not only are villains doing whatever they want to, but the civilians are also they're in a, a state of panic where they're doing whatever they want to or feel like whatever they have to to protect themselves. Right. And that quite literally puts the heroes in a worse position because before the heroes get there to protect them, they're already fighting the villains. Villains and the civilians are dying. At this point, it's like, who, how can I protect you if you don't even give me a chance to? Right. And that's kind of like, like, why, like I said, Endeavor, you know, you can feel whatever you want about Endeavor, but that's the thing that's real. Like, it's hard to actually think of like, and I'm not like police. Some, it's going to be some scenarios where police go out and they try and save people and they can't save every single person. It, it's just going to be a fact. Like if, if a police is in the shootout to save people at a bank and one person dies, I'm sorry that that person died and, and I didn't want that casualty, but they did their best to, to make sure that no one else died, you know? Right. So I feel like you got to have some empathy for that person too, because the hero, the person who is the, the presumed hero here, they have to live with that guilt that they failed at what they said they were going to do, you know? So, so you're saying basically the part that pissed you off was the, was the crowd going um, kind of um, against what the heroes were saying, kind of like, trying to point out as many flaws as they possibly can instead of accept their reconciliation. Yeah, and I get it, though. I get like, that's it. what I'm saying. I understand, though, because... I was about like, to say, welcome to the real reality. world. That's reality, you know? That's how it is. Like, my uncle is a firefighter. He pulls me out of the building and couldn't save the other person. What, do you, what People are going to be mad. It just is what it is. You, you can't stop that because that's how people are going to mourn and whatnot, but... It's just like, I sometimes, agree. I guess you got to sit back and take a step back and look and say... I understand the bigger picture because my, my perspective is smaller because what I personally care about was harmed or sure, something. Or yeah. No, I mean, you think about it, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of, it's super petty, but that's, that's humanity. Unfortunately, like you, mm-hmm. I got the perfect example for you. This game called atomic hearts. Okay. Game called atomic hearts is coming out February 15th. It was created by some Russian developers. Okay. Very Bioshocky, very system shocky, great looking game. Atomic hearts looks phenomenal, but you got people, saying that if you buy Atomic Hearts, you're supporting Russia invasion of Ukraine. No, that's not, the, 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 the people of Russia ain't got nothing to do with their, their oligarchy, their, their fucking their dictatorship. They didn't choose that war. So like, stop, that's, that's society. And unfortunately, my hero, what my hero does well is cap, captures the society of a world where there's heroes, there's villains, and there's the people in between. And unfortunately, a lot of fucking people died. Like the reporter was talking about, my mom lost her house. Yeah, your mom lost her life house, but you can say anything about her life. She's still alive. Mm-hmm. So, like, we did what we could. And guess what? Like Hawk said, if twice would have survived, we would have lost twice, twice as many people. <laughs> Pun intended. He didn't say that, but I'm saying that like, because that's exactly what it probably would have been, and and like in reality, and my hero reality, of course, right. But like it's, I I absolutely that's again that's more of what I loved about this episode 
was that stuff because it captured the humanity of humanity, <laughs> which yeah. is which is kind of tough to do in an anime because you you tend to forget that you know you got these super powered people blowing up buildings, i.e. Dragon Ball Z. People get blown the fuck up. Buildings get blown the fuck up. And like, there's just no repercussions because what Dragon Balls, like, it's just, none of, there's no consequences for the shit that happened in Dragon Ball Z. It's probably why I hate it so much. <laughs> but this, there's our real life, again, real life in quotations, repercussions to actions that have been taken from the villain side and the hero side and the people in between. I fucking absolutely love that, man. I absolutely love that about this show. I, I'm so proud of what they've done with this pacing. Outside of those, the last two episodes be needing to be flipped, this has been the perfect season of My Hero, in my opinion. Not perfect as in 10 out of 10 My Hero, I mean, uh, Mike Check Waifu Waifu scale 10, right. but like it's for my, my Hero. That's exactly right. It's just that, it's exactly right. So that's a, I think that's an important piece to get out. Loved it though. Gut check. Deku about to pop the fuck off. Um, I've seen in the uh, next time shit Deku basically turned into that shit I've seen everybody post on Twitter which is very spoilery thanks to right. that Twitter but he got that little look on him um, he got that swaggy name so I'm looking forward to what it's about to be you know I'm looking forward to what it's about to be uh, he about to pop off though that's what I say it's about to be some uh, about to, what's that, what was his name muscle muscle man what, what's his name muscle that wasn't just muscle. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> it's about to be another muscle fight, but anybody go the same way it went last time. That's what I truly believe. Muscle about to get his sh- shit gassed. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I think I saw All Might in the Batmobile in the uh, next time preview too. So All Might going to pull up. Yeah. yeah, All Might going to be the uh, his chauffeur in the uh, Batmobile. Yeah, anybody get shit rocking. The genus mobile. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward. So funny when I saw that the first time. I was like, I hate this dude so much. <laughs> yeah, best genus is the corniest yet strong, strongest motherfucker ever. I ever, love it. Bro. I it's love so it. Ridiculous. And if you just wear clothes, he You're got done. you. You're done. You got a hat on, bro. Your brain is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. All right, moving on to my favorite show this winter season. Uh, winter anime of the year, in my opinion. The angel next door spoils me rotten. Uh, off the bat, his parents are the best. Such the best. His mom is a waifu. So his dad is man. a husbando. His dad is so fucking cool, man. So cool. Sees exactly what's going on. He like sees it for what it is. Yes. He's his dad. At first, I thought it was going to be some bullshit with his dad. I'm not going to lie because it's always some bullshit with a dad in anime, right? I, until he when he got the text from his dad, he smiled. I'm like, oh, his dad must be his like must be his his uh, role yeah. model. Yeah. Yeah, so that that shit was sweet, man. To see his dad come in and it was and it was verbatim like we under like you understand from viewing the parents. His mom is a sweetheart by the way. She's just she's just a uh, fucking just lovable bimboy do, doofus like sweetheart. And I just love her for that. But the dad is like everything he, our guy is basically. Right, but a more adult and mature version of it. Yes. Accurate. Accurate, man. Um, but we do see like 
some some relationship blossoming here, right? Yes, man. Um, it progresses so well. Sorry. It, yeah, it, it is. It's progressing extremely well. It never feels like so. It feels like I'm, I'm gonna just say this. It feels like outside sources are trying to push them together, but they're not being rushed in a sense. Yes, still, it still feels know? natural. It's like people are saying, "You guys look good together." Hey. It would it would be good to spend more time with you guys, right? Not leaving her out, which is dope because it's like we don't know what her life experience is, and it, it feels like she is alone a lot, and she does not get left out almost by anybody in these circumstances. Like, mm. especially his parents, his parents, his mom, who had just been there a month ago. <laughs> not so even the court too. Yeah, yeah, it's so excited. <laughs> Um, for them to, you know, be together and come come visit. Dad, who hasn't seen him in six months, has heard everything about her at this oh, angel, God. you know. And it, it's it's beautiful because it's like the excitement surrounding them is is very palpable and, and feelable. Mm-hmm. Because everyone is everyone is invested in knowing what their relationship is, but they're Who just does? trying to figure it out themselves. Dude, I got this big ass for those watching the video version, cause is just spitting and I'm just letting them cook. I got this big ass smile on my face because he just everything that he's saying, I keep remembering the show. And I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about the moments that's happening. Like when you when you talk about uh when you talking about the Perry's coming in and not and his dad not seeing him for six months, it was just so fucking cool the way he just went up, introduced himself, and it was just like, Hey, listen, my son is this, my son is that, but he's a really good guy. It was just just bigging up his son, just kind of like, kind of like nudging him, and she's mm-hmm. like, and, and the angel, but she's like, uh, you, you there's something I don't already know. She's like, listen, he's been just great the entire time, basically, and it's just, I don't know, dude. Maybe, maybe I, I'm, I can say this now. I'm 31. I don't give a fuck. I feel warm and fuzzy inside, bro. I literally yeah. just feel warm and fuzzy. <laughs> it's phenomenal, man. It's. One of the best shows ever. What what so I do, um, another thing, a little small thing I love, and they, she brought it up specifically in this episode because this just shows the the attention that she pays to him. Mm. Uh, every time he downplays the fact that he doesn't think he can be with her. Mm. It isn't the first time he says something about not like, I can't imagine you being with a guy like me, a guy like me, a guy like me, right? Because uh, oh, I think this is actually like the third time he said it. She's like, why are you saying that? You know, she pop and off. She's not, she not directly saying like, yo, you can be with me. You could be with me. She's not saying that. Careful, but she's too. like, stop saying that, bro. She's yeah. like, why are you, why are you downplaying yourself on like what you're capable of and what kind of person you are? I love your personality, or I think you're a really decent person. You know, I think you're better than what you're giving yourself credit for. You look handsome. You right. dress up. You're giving them all of that, right? And then he's like, you know what? Maybe she's right. I didn't got the gazay mas. All right, though. I'm just like yo. And, so and the fire, thing is, bro. is that like it's not like he he missing the hint. It's more like he picks up on the hints and then takes a small step forward. Yes, and that's my love too. Is like they're both kind of taking a step forward. She called him a dummy this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. She said, "Stop teasing me." Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, bro, you got it. You you got it here, right? You got the picture." And he gets it. And he's like, okay, all right, I'm thinking about it. He's saying everything. He, he's saying what we all want to say. She's so fucking cute, man. She's just too cute. Everything that he that we thinking he's saying and he's thinking it to himself, 
I think he's slowly starting to. F- I, I, what I think is happening right now is that he's slowly starting to come to grip with the fact that he's feeling these feelings, right? Where he's learning that she doesn't want to not not have this relationship either. But he's also very considerate. Um, like for instance, with the drink thing, he's like, "Hey, can I try that?" And she was just like, "Uh, okay." And he tries it, and he's like, "She's like, well, you were." so nervous about the cake thing bringing up what happened in, the, in the, like what episode three or something like that yeah but now you're just willing to, to do it and he's like oh shit i forgot it <laughs> meaning he just got naturally comfortable which i think was a huge piece of this puzzle that made it so much more great again this, this show isn't progressing at a breakneck pace at all it's not mm-hmm. but it's moving at a pace that's so manageable because you notice the things that are um, that you wouldn't really think about, like what the the scene I just mentioned, or right. or him patting her on her head, or when she fell asleep, him rubbing her cheek, and she waking up in the morning talking about you really like cheese, huh? Because when I was falling asleep, you touched my cheek, and then and then this morning you did it again. He's like, wait, you were awake? Like that? Sh- those right. those little moments are prog- are progressive ways of them coming really closer together. Like after. Even the scene that you just talked about with her, she was t- telling him to stop putting herself, stop putting himself down. She got on the couch and she was super embarrassed about it. And she was like, oh, and he was like, what? Don't say it if you're going to be embarrassed. And he looked at her and see that that's just adorable. It's just all of it is just is moving so well. Mm-hmm. I am nice. very curious to see what's going to happen next week, though. Yeah. Um yeah not to mention each episode like there's only been like two episodes where they've been like one day apart but everything has been like weeks apart mm. a month apart so they've been progressing pretty steadily in terms of that as well yeah what, what do you think is gonna happen next week bro gut you check. Know, you, your gut check I, I they did a little next time which I don't think I've ever remember them doing next times before do they do next times I don't think so yeah I think this is the first time I've seen one or I've, I've remember one but it looks like uh, one of his friends was cooking, and um, she looked at him with a with, a, with her cute little puffy cheeks out. Um, and it probably has something to do with him insulting himself, if I had to guess. But I think what is going to happen is that they're going to kind of try to figure out what is what this relationship is exactly. And mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen is when they talk about it, they're going to talk about it in a way of let's just keep it how it's going, even though they both want it to be more now. Starting to feel like that. That's where it's kind of leading. Um, but in a way that's like, I'm like, yeah, we don't want to do that because we want to keep it natural because we know we got the situation to where she was seen with this boyfriend, quote unquote, during mm-hmm. a shrine visit. So you're like, maybe we should, maybe it'd be okay if we pretend to be a couple or something like that. But then they kind of come to the conclusion that no, let's just be friends type shit. And even though they both want something different. So I, I'm I'm on board with you. I think that that essentially that's going to happen. But I do think that they're going to try and find a way to keep things a little bit more private and intimate between them. You know mm. what I mean? Like, because I feel like people are going to be trying to investigate who the angel is with, who is the angel with, who is the angel with. And especially because that's a rumor, right? Now yeah. it's getting around. Who is she always talking to? Who is she around? Um, so I think they're going to try and consolidate that, right? to just be amongst themselves because anything outside of whatever they're doing is really just a, a, a deterrence. It's a, an issue, right? It's annoying them. 
And they, that's not what they're trying to experience. They're trying to just experience each other. So I'm assuming that they're going to try and find a way to to keep people out their business. I love that. But for how long, right? Uh, they, I mean, until they figure it out, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they. Because what is the real reason why they're hiding this? I mean, so there could be a couple of different reasons, right? He seems like a very traditional and proper guy. Uh, so one, he want probably wants to meet the parents and say, "I want to date no, your no, girl." No, 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 not that, not that. I'm talking about oh. in school. Oh, in school. I mean, her reputation, and he's not the guy to seek attention. He doesn't want eyes on him in general, and her just being with her innately will draw attention to you. That's not what he wants and or cares about. Sure. I don't know if that'll be. I think he's just being considerate of her. I don't think mm-hmm. it has anything to do with him. I think he just don't want to be seen as because he already thinks he's not good enough. So I don't want you don't want to be seen with a guy like me. I'm not good enough for somebody of your caliber. So I'm going to try my best to keep it a secret. And that's what it's been kind of like throughout this entire show. But I think I think eventually we got to get to the point where she's like, yo, fuck that. I'm going to come say hi to you in class or I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. There's no reason to keep it hidden. The friendship you think, part. You don't think he's gonna take that first step? No, I think it's gonna be all her. Hmm. I think it has to be because he's too considerate of her. Way too considerate. I'm gonna take the countermeasure and say he's on. He's gonna be the one to come up. Mm. Maybe what? It, it'll be a situation to where she's like, a dude is like, who are you hanging out with? Maybe I don't know. Ooh, he, wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't. I don't know that because that's 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 a bar. Let's dive, let's dive a little bit deeper into that one because when you say it like that that could be a perfect reason for them to push the relationship even further forward mm-hmm. or getting hit on by some guy that is very persistent right that's so genius interesting yep. but thinks that he can have whatever he wants or boom 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 oh it's just brain blast let's go Jimmy knew, huh? <laughs> there's a betrothed her family has her betrothed to some fucking other rich guy. I, yeah, that face she's making is my face even saying this. Oh my God, because this, this is probably going to be true. This, this feels like it. This is why she's so... Because she didn't want to be... Her against her parents because they were busy and they're forcing her to marry some guy. He's going to be coming over or something like that. It's going to be a situation to where she ain't coming over his house and she ain't say nothing to him. And then he tries to make sure she's okay and knocks on the door. This betrothed answers and says, hi. And he's like, oh, is, what's her name? Is uh, my, my hero here kind of shit. Oh God, I, I'm just predicting it. I'm like, that's a raven right now. This is a way more wholesome anime than that. That's a dark turn almost. Mm, that's exactly probably where it's gonna go, bro. Because we, we don't have we don't have that right. We don't have any conflict yet, and that we still don't know anything about her life, her personal life. We only know his. Ninety nine percent of what we got has been his, his parents. So you his, think they're gonna introduce the conflicts? Yes, and the conflict yeah. is gonna be a betrothed conflict will lead to the climax. Yep, where he finally confesses how he really feels. All right, that's plausible. And we get all bubbly inside because it's going to be great. 
Nah, I'm gonna let you get bubbly inside because I can't deal with it. Bro, I'm gonna be so mad. Some fucking dude come, some dude with white hair or some shit who's handsomer than our guy, or he feels it's handsomer than him. And he's like, fuck, there's no chance she, she would even get, go with me. Oh, I, I'm fucking writing this show. I'm writing this show myself. <laughs> Give me the pen. We in there. Give me the pen, Saiki. Uh, I had to look up her name. God, she's so good, though. She's so fucking good. She's a brilliant original story creator. I might start looking for uh, her other stuff. Yes. That's pretty much is her other stuff. He has one other one that has like one one manga chapter or one volume, I mean. Yeah, interesting. Another fight to life? Yep. It looks like it looks like it's a I can't read the title because it doesn't have an English name, but it looks like it's a, a comedy drama fantasy romance. Oh goodness. Sounds like an isekai. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and last but not least, man, let's talk about this villain saga. You gotta tell me what what did you love about it so much? A, a lot of it in general, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, and it it didn't just have to do with like the storyline because the the progression of what happened in the beginning was was like was okay as fuck. Like that that moment where a uh, dude looks at him and he kind of sees Oscalot in his eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. The coolest part about that was him envisioning. Oscalot, that was it. Um, because the dude diving at him wasn't really shit to me, and I expected him to react when he said when the name of the episode is called Awakening. Y'all stop giving us spoilers in the name of the episode, but uh, <laughs> very violent. But um, what I really liked was more about the like after that, right? Because that was more or less like the first eight minutes, maybe half of the episode. It was that was really hit. <laughs> Yeah, the half uh-huh. after that where he's asking, like, do I want to live? What am I living? What am I here for? And uh, just kind of getting to that moment where he's having that nightmare. And the nightmare is brought on by him being strangled. But for him, this is regular for him. He doesn't even know that he was being strangled, you know? Like, and to me, I've had those dreams where I'm sleeping. I don't know I'm being strong when I wake up. Like, God damn, what happened? I'm, why? Why couldn't I breathe? And, you know, it's just, you know, he had a nightmare. And it's to see that his past is weighing heavy on him, but he also doesn't know what his future is either. He has no idea what he's going to do because what he thought his goal was, what he thought his life's purpose was at that moment was stripped and taken from him. He's a lifeless shell. And I, I feel like this is leading to that point where he tries to find where his value is in life. I'm going to be true with you. That's it. Let's uh what you said is accurate. Okay. That could have been episode one. All of this could have been episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh because that that gives us more than enough um I guess um after effects of what happened with him being like at the end of season one, essentially a failure. You know what I mean? Of course, this PTSD is going to fuck him up. He's a kid that killed hundreds of people, probably. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, I, I get all that. I, I I get that. That part was dope, too, but was it enough for me to be like, it's a good episode? No. I don't think it was a good episode. I just think it was fine. It was, it would have been a good first episode. It would have been a great first episode, actually. 
but we still got nowhere. We still got absolutely nowhere. Um, he, you can do, you can't see the color in his eyes. But that was the last five minutes. And what does your uncle Polo always say? The last five minutes being good of an episode is still an F. You know what I'm saying? It's, it doesn't make it good. The beginning that I, I knew everybody was, I knew everybody after I saw the beginning of Villain Saga, I knew everybody was going to be like, Villain Saga is dope. Villain Saga is great because he dodged the guy snakes slash. Like we we know Thorfinn is a fucking beast. Yeah, like that ain't that, do, that, that ain't that. that's not enough. That's we know he's a not you know we know he's an ox. There's nothing you can say that that has changed the fact that we know that he's skilled. I want to know. I want to know what we got at the last ten minutes with the whole choking dream thing. What was it like? It was it was like six seven minutes or so because that was like the very end when he was choking him and then he woke up and he said thank yeah. you and it was that was like the best part of the entire episode. And that I think, I think we should have, if we would have just got this as episode one, it would have been a perfect way to continue this story. Even from here, even from here, is the context of Enor being sold as a slave, and then the conversations with him and Thorfinn at the farm, and then the guys, the security guards trying to get the the uh, owner of the farm's son to kill Thorfinn to as his rite of passage. Was all of that necessary? No. No, literally the beginning of this episode could have been a start of the season and it would have been, it would have been good. It would have yeah. been fine. Um, I can see that. It was, while it was okay, it was better. It was definitely better than the previous episodes. I am looking forward to the next episode though. Cause like you said, I do think with, with him, with the way he was thinking, uh, uh, Inor, it looked like he had the color back in his eyes. Because if you remember throughout the entire first four episodes, three episodes or whatever, three and a half episodes, he didn't have any color in his eyes. It was flat, dull, dead, no life. dull, like, yeah, no life. It was, which was cool. I mean, again, I don't, I think, because you got to think in the context of what Villain Saga is bringing, right? Mm-hmm. There's 24 episodes, so of course it's going to be a little bit slower. So I guess that's, that's my own fault. It's my own fault for expecting a little bit more for a show that's going to run as long as this one is. Yeah. So, so maybe I should temper my expectations a lot more as far as pacing goes and expect yeah. that the show is going to be a lot slower than what I am to expect. So is, that's ex- exactly what I was, what I was thinking. Right. Because I'm looking at this, I'm looking at, we getting 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. I think with that in mind, that it's going to be 24 episodes that yes, this could have been better paced, but had this been the exact beginning, right. And then they tried to touch a little bit on Anor's story a little bit down the line and and progress it yeah. that way. I feel like the it would have almost been out of whack and we'd have been like, okay, let's just get what are we missing? Anyway. What context are we missing? Yeah, that's true. And, that's and true. I, I get it. it. Like, cause we've we've had this where anime has slow starts, but then just got really really dominant and or story dominant or just got stronger towards you know towards the latter half. I think of um, you got I mean, one. To me, it was like Steinsgate <laughs> for one. Oh, yeah, for you, yeah, I guess. But I mean, once you once it hit that stride, everything else was Steinsgate really relevant. popped off in episode one, though. So that I mean, comparison I get episode one was good, but I'm saying like everything in between episode one to seven was like okay. And then you got Villain Saga season one. Everything from Villain Saga season one was a rocket ship, in my opinion. Well, I thought Villain Saga season one started off solid. Got a little bit slower in and the then middle. went hard again. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, because well, well, that was when he was moving when in the middle of, uh, of season one, he was kind of moving right. about, which I thought and was fucking fire. And, yeah. and I mean, like it, it slowed down because what I'm saying is like I think like, and I don't even know if it was middle. I think it was like episode four ish, and up to like maybe episode like eight to nine. But it was like until he got to the point where he met um the big muscle bound dude who was yeah. chopping everything up. Um, basically. Thorfinn was consistently trying to kill Oscar a lot, but couldn't. And like, all right, I'm gonna pick up a sword and try. And, and he was being really shitty with the sword. And had to I, I love good. that part, bro. That's yeah, awesome. and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm saying it, it took him a long time to get good, and that was like the slowest part of it. I'm saying that like no, but for you, character building, that was better, but it wasn't yeah. the, the peak part of the show. The peak part of the show was seeing him at least put all of that training and, and effort and stuff to action. But the way he was being, the way he was being groomed and cultivated, yeah. yeah, it was so good to me, man. It makes me want to understand. Villain Saga was top three of 2020. 2020. Was that the year he came out? I think that was the year he came out. 2019. It was it was top it was top three 2019 in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely because it. Uh, I think I was so invested, dude. I want to go back and listen to our older episodes. I won't do it, but I wish I could have the patience to go back and listen to our old episodes when we were discussing Villain Saga. Because I got a feeling I was real hype about this shit. Because as I'm starting to remember Villain Saga season one, I start to remember like it was, like you said, the, the cultivation, the grooming of Oscar Lag, literally grooming Thorfinn to become the killer to kill him <laughs> one day. But he was he wasn't just using that to make him the killer of him one day. He was using that to make him a killer in general. Which just was monster. Which is fucking disgusting to think about after what you've done to him and his family. Like it's it's an awful situation to be put in. But it was still such great character development and movement that maybe that's why I'm being so hard on the start of season t- season two. Because I feel like the start of season one was so fire that yeah. it, we deserve that again that same sorry you're right <laughs> that same you energy know. so i mean i guess we'll see we'll see i hope it's popping off like i said by the time y'all hearing this episode y'all probably like tajay or polo this is already popped off this is like what well, what we got right now in episode five has been fantastic because it airs in nine hours from the time we're recording this but i could be and i'm just ready i'm just ready for it to be good again and to to say yes it's good again yes can't wait I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike. Yo, I high key thought we had one more episode to talk about. <laughs> oh, nope. I was That's like, it. hold on, wait, we got one more. And I was like, oh, no, that is three. Bye. <laughs>